Welcome back to the Rewind That Tape podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Stromboli, and it's just me today. We're back with another episode, and today the Stanley Cup Finals ended, ending both hockey and basketball in just two days of time. Both series ends in five. This time, Vegas defeats the Florida Panthers four games to one. Before we get into that, though, let's take a quick detour into the NFL. Dalvin Cook seems to be getting all the headlines as of late. And, I mean, with good, like, he should, considering, like, how valuable of a running back he is. And he has no he, he has stated recently that he is in no rush to sign a contract. He wants himself to have a valued contract, a good contract, which is fair. It's fair, but at the same time, you know, a lot of people, a lot of us, the fans, the media, we want to know when this guy's going to sign and where he's going to sign. So it's like a it's like a waiting game to see who's going to pick him up first. A few things to know about Dalvin Cook. He was a great running back last year. His shoulder is fine, so he should be back 100%. And he says he wants to find a situation where that he gets the ball a lot. He he wants to help somebody win. So he's narrowed down his potential candidates quite a bit. And, I mean, him being released was not, I mean, it, it, to me, it wasn't too big of a shock. I mean, I know some people, there's mixed reactions, and it's been kind of chaos following that. But it's kind of like a situation where, like, you have to, right? I mean, like, I think it's similar to Chris Paul's situation, Chris Paul being waived. I mean, nobody saw it, but, like, at the same time, he he hasn't been great. And then Dalvin Cook, I mean, look, when I when I look at his overall productivity, I don't hate it. He was good last year. I mean, he was hurt, and he still played pretty good. So, I mean, I just don't understand how that's why or why he's being so undervalued. I'm surprised he hasn't been scooped up and signed. But let's quickly go through his possible destinations because I think it's kind of interesting to look at a player of this caliber sitting on the market with the likes of Ezekiel Elliott also sitting there and uh, like other running backs. Uh, Kareem Hunt is another one who's just kind of sitting there waiting for a contract. And those guys don't seem like they're going to grab an immediate spot uh, while Cook is like a veteran back and he has he's a hundred percent back and healthy, so I mean I'm surprised that he hasn't been picked up. I mean I think he's going to get picked before both Elliott and Kareem Hunt. Those are the first options. Got to be Dalvin Cook, considering how good of how good of a player he has been as of late. Now number one, you got to talk about the Cowboys. The Cowboys lost Ezekiel Elliott. They have they drafted a running back in Deuce Vaughn and Tony Pollard, both kind of smaller backs. So I mean, a bigger back is kind of in the picture for Dallas. Let me do. Let me just say this though: the Cowboys have a habit of drafting these running backs with that Demarco Murray, uh, or yeah, Demarco Murray, Ezekiel Elliott. Um, both of those guys were like young running backs, and they seem to rotate these guys throughout their careers. And then when they start to play a little bit rusty, they just trade them out, right? So, I mean, that's what it seems like is going on. But but it could be a kind of situation where they go, look, 
uh, we need a we need a guy right now who's going to be able to run through the tackles, who's going to get our fourth and one yardage, who's going to be able to do that. And Dalvin Cook is there. But once again, another but, I guess. Dalvin Cook is asked to get the ball consistently. He's going to want to be the number one guy. And in Dallas, I don't know if they can give that to him immediately. I mean, they did it with Elliott, but it seemed like releasing Elliott was a sign that Tony Pollard was going to take over first string duties in this upcoming year. I mean, he's played fantastically for the Cowboys. So I wouldn't be surprised about that either. And I think Deuce Vaughn is going to step into that Tony Pollard role. So, I mean, a lot of people say, look, yes, go Cowboys, get them, get them. But to me, I think it's a hold on the break situation for Dallas. They could definitely pick up a, a, a less, a less expensive back. That's just going to get them what they want without giving away a lot. Like Tony Pollard, Deuce Vaughn, those guys can definitely pick up the slack for Elliott, especially if Deuce Vaughn is as effective as he was in college. And the Cowboys, Tony Pollard was a shifty back in college, and I expect Deuce Vaughn to carry some sort of similar, like, similar attributes, similar speed. And I think that's why he's going to be successful. Not to mention, if you haven't heard that story about Deuce Vaughn's dad, I mean, it's pretty out there. I mean, it's pretty awesome. So I think that I would be surprised if Deuce Vaughn and Tony Pollard weren't the Cowboys running backs, along with maybe a cheaper option. Definitely not. I don't think Dalvin Cook, although it would be a good fit, is much out of their reach. There's also rumors about the Raiders and Giants. So let's talk about that. Saquon Barkley has been up in the air with the Giants. They've been arguing back and forth about it his contract situation and then Josh Jacobs is the other running back for the Raiders so I mean both of those situations to me seem like they already have a guy so why are they why are they looking for another guy I mean with Barkley that seems to be the franchise guy and they have until July 17th to get a new deal and Barkley just hasn't seemed positive that the Giants are going to get him a new deal. So that could be another running back somehow in the in the running back free agency as we head into the, deep into the summer. And I I actually like Dalvin Cook if he were to go to the Giants. I think he fits that kind of method what they their offense well. I mean Bark he can do exactly what Barkley can done, and he's done it for a, a longer amount of time. I think he can do it there for sure. Uh, I think he could fit into Barkley's role. Uh, the Raiders situation, I, I don't know if they're ready to win. I mean, the Giants, I wouldn't say, are contenders with, with Cook at all. So, I mean, that doesn't fit the Cook criteria per se, but it does fit his overall criteria. Um, the Broncos are another team, and I, I think that would be an interesting uh, proposition because if they were to get – if they were to get Cook, they would definitely have to be – I mean, they were supposed to be contenders this year, and they struggled. Now, would a running back help solve some of the problems that Russell Wilson had? I mean, their running back is Javante Williams and then Samaj P. Ryan backing him up. So I think that would be a – that would be a cool uh, – I think that would be an ideal destination. I mean, I think he really could balance out that offense and take some pressure off of Russ, which is what the Broncos really need. Russ being under that much pressure, obviously not a good sign. So overall, I like that fit. I think it fits a lot better than the Cowboys, but it's only a time will tell. Let's switch to the main topic of the day, the Stanley Cup final. 
the Panthers get thrashed nine to three to lose the series to the Knights. And man, I called it. That's all I can say today. As earlier this week, I told you guys that this was likely going to head to Vegas and get taken up by Vegas. Vegas was the better team in the series. It was no doubt about it. They always look Throughout the series, they've always looked stronger. I mean, the one win that the Panthers were able to get in Game 3 was a little bit of a a right-time, right-place situation where they knocked in the game-tying goal, and then in overtime, kind of a similar situation. Still great hockey from the Panthers, and they've had a hell of a run in this playoffs. They have made a great run. They have been they have made it all the way to the Stanley Cup Final as an 8-seed, which was fantastic. And they barely made the playoffs. They were the worst team in the entire tournament. Out of the 16 teams, they were definitely number 16, especially when you look at the points. But they put up a fight almost in all these games. I mean, Vegas taking Vegas at home was just another beast to deal with. And they proved that throughout the year uh, and throughout these playoffs. And I, I said it before, if Vegas scores uh, three to four goals, they usually win the game. Uh I, I I think, I want to say, and let me check it, I'm pretty sure Vegas is undefeated in the playoffs every time they've scored four goals. And we're going to fact check that. So bear with me for a second. Every time that they've scored three goals or more. Yeah, every time that they scored three goals or more, they have won the game. So them getting the three today, should have been enough for everybody to say, yeah, it's over. Uh, and that's unfortunate for the Panthers. They were not really in this game in the first period. First period was all Vegas. Second period, they got that early goal from Ekbald, Ekblad, excuse me, and he kind of, that, that was the best life that uh, Vegas got because eight minutes later, Martinez scored, then Riley Smith scored, then Mark Smith scored. Mark Stone, excuse me, scored right after that. And that was really the nail in the coffin when it was at 5-1. And it just got worse after that. I mean, the last goal, the last goal was the empty netters and at 8-3 with Mark Stone and then another goal right after that. So, I mean, 9-3, kind of embarrassing. But Vegas knows how to close out series and Vegas was the better team and they have had a historic team throughout these playoffs. Everybody wants to talk about the Bruins in hockey, but these Las Vegas Knights were the number one seed in the West. They played like the number one seed, and they worked hard for this. They they got offseason accusations. They got Eichel. They got big names, and Aiden Hill had been has been fantastic throughout these entire playoffs. He was fantastic in the Star Series. He was amazing in the Stanley Cup Final Series. I mean, the, those, are two, those two guys were really standouts. And not to mention Jonathan Mark Marchesaw. He's been fantastic in this playoffs. Probably the best player on this team. And uh it's it's no it's it's no surprise to many Vegas fans. I mean, they they know those three guys have been solid throughout the year. But for the rest of the NHL, this is a wake up call. Cause this team is very, very good and it doesn't look like they're going away. I mean, they made the Stanley Cups with finals before and they just haven't been able to capitalize. They change up the roster a little bit. A few years later, they're back here and they dominated. They dominated this playoffs and um, it's a credit to them because, I mean, if you're looking at the Bruins team making it here, it could definitely have gone 
the uh excuse me the knights way easily so credit to the credit to the knights they deserve to win this series and they have completed their first franchise first stanley cup playoff or stanley cup they've collected their first stanley cup i mean and nhl champions world champions however you want to say it credit to the vegas knights they played the better game today and the offense the offense is just ridiculous and we've said that all series long so it's i feel like today is kind of like a less analysis more congratulations because we've been saying i've been saying this in the past two episodes like this team is as offensively so talented and and they have a great goalkeeper and that, that's what it takes to win the play, playoff games in hockey and tonight they really showed it nine to three thrashing of the Panthers to win the first Stanley Cup of their franchise history so big takeaways today from this episode Dalvin Cook where is he going I would I would look at the Broncos with uh with a little bit of force here I, I wouldn't be surprised if they try to make a push and number two, the Las Vegas Golden Knights win their first Stanley Cup finals ever. And they did it in dominating fashion, beating the Panthers 9-3, to winning the series 4-1. to And that is the end of fall sports with the NHL and NBA wrapping up. So it's going to be a summer full of baseball now. And whatever other sports we find out, we'll find out here in the next few months, I guess, because we are done with all the fall sports. Thank you guys so much for listening and make sure to check out our social medias at, at Rewind That Tape on Instagram, on Twitter, and our website, rewindthattape.com. And we'll see you guys on the next one. Peace. <laughs>